This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, Scott, and today's game will be featuring the Benchwarmer team of Marcus and Dan, facing the team of Eric Ede and returning guest, equipment manager Ian Hollenberg. Welcome back to the bench, Ian. Please remind us where you're from, what teams you root for, and anything else you'd like to share this time around. Hi. Thanks so much, Scott. I'm Ian. I'm born and raised in New York. I'm living here today. And I'm a fan of the Mets, the Giants, the Knicks, and the Rangers. And worth noting that this is my fourth time on the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. I am a two-time host, and this is my second time as a player. So I'm inching my way towards that five-timer club. Going to get there soon. You're that Trevor. He's coming for you. I am. That's right. Trevor. Get that T-shirt ready, Dan. Um, Yeah, Ian, we appreciate you both hosting and participating before and also your support on Patreon. So your reward was uh, Eric as your teammate. So, Eric, how's it going? And uh, let us know how you're going to lead Ian to victory tonight. So today was interesting. Um, I took my son for a haircut um, and he does not like haircuts. So it's basically just wrestling a three year old. Um, and then I took my car to get fixed because the air conditioner is not working. Um, and then they told me that the part that they ordered that was supposed to be there today is not there, but still took my car and waited two hours to call to tell me the part wasn't there. So awesome. Um, and then I get home. My wife's like, I'm going to go for a pedicure. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to go too. So we had a babysitter. So I went the first time it has ever happened. And I'm going to tell you guys right now, if you've not had one, just do it. It's it's the weirdest. You got to get through like a weird five minutes. But after the first five minutes of just somebody like doing work on your feet, you're just it's good stuff. So, I thought you yeah. said if you haven't had a babysitter. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. Those are good, too. Sometimes right. you got to have somebody watch the kids. Yeah. Uh, Eric endorses uh, pedicures is not your team name. I think you have a different <laughs> one. What is it? Um, so Ian, since he is a Giants fan, unfortunately, and I am a Cowboys fan also unfortunately um our team name today is going to be our team suck okay our team suck and they will be facing the team of marcus and dan how are you gentlemen doing and what's your team name going to be i'll go first because dan is the mastermind behind the team name uh it's going pretty well um today i was probably the most productive i've been since i moved into the new place came home did laundry worked out and then I, you know, I get hot tagged into this, uh, this game here and I'm, uh, I'm excited. I've got my DX shirt on. So I feel like, uh, Dan's going to hit a Bronco buster at some point. It's going to be good stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'm ready to go. Awesome. And, uh, when was your last pedicure? I haven't had one yet, but I did have one lined up possibly for my birthday. So now that, See? now that Eric's, yeah. uh, now that Eric's on board, I think I'm going to go ahead and do that. All right. And over to Dan for the team name, uh, Laugh Pedicure, and what animal you'd be on the Mass Singer. Go. I'm having one done right now, as a matter of fact. So, <laughs> I'm just picturing the scene from Dumb it's, and Dumber. It's, it's, it's oddly, uh, oddly cathartic. Um, I would probably be a panda because why not? You know, why not? I guess. I don't know. Or a giraffe. They've had a giraffe before, haven't they? Yeah, yeah I they have. So. Yeah, they have. Anyway. None of that is here nor there. It's a we have a torrential 
downpour going on at my house right now because summer has finally hit the Carolinas, which means uh, 90 degrees during the day, chance of a thunderstorm at night every day of the year. That's how it works here. Um, anyway, um, our team name comes from the fact that uh, Marcus is drinking a something called a Truly Mango, <laughs> which uh, I'm not rushing out to get. Um, Don't do it. Okay. <laughs> You, you talked me into it or talked me out of it. I wasn't, I was going to, but now I'm not, I'm a, I'm drinking a, a, a black Manhattan, but a Manhattan nonetheless. So we're, uh, we're going to call our team name tonight. Truly Manhattan. All right. Truly Manhattan. It sounds like a really awful, um, like showtime rom-com. series. It's like yeah. a rom-com. Yeah. yeah. Truly Manhattan. Starring Matthew McConaughey. Dan searching for love. No, Dan searching for love. And I'm like the skeevy f- best friend that like is a total perv, but like has he really is like a good guy deep down. So you're playing yourself. <laughs> he has yes. a gambling problem. And, yeah. <laughs> I've, been me- I've been I've been method acting for like 32 years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've got our team suck versus truly Manhattan. Let's go ahead and get into it. But before we can do that, Dan's going to read us the rules. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter, with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. All right, let's uh, let's start it off, boys. Let's go to the tailgate, which will consist of three warm-up questions. This tailgate's going to be about short stints with a team. So, pretty straightforward. Question number one. In 1998, Mike Piazza appeared in five games for what team before being traded to the Mets? Yeah, we, we can check in with your answer. You sure? Yeah. All right. Our team suck have checked in. Truly Manhattan. Talk it out. Is this is this the Marlins? He was there. He was there, but was he there longer than five games is my question. I because I feel like there's a couple teams that he has just real brief time with but i don't know who he was with before the mets the marlins sounds right but he was I with mean, the padres for a cup of coffee i think he finished he play- his career with the a's yeah Does that sound right uh, yeah that's what, yeah because that's that was my first thought and then i was like wait a minute i think that might be the end of his career because obviously you know when he retired and you know you you see mike piazza at safeco and it's real sad um, I like the Marlins. Marlins is fine with me. I I'm not gonna I'm okay. not gonna push back on it. Yeah, I, that's that's the best I've got on this. I like it. All right, check in with the Marlins. All right, truly Manhattan has checked in with the Marlins. Our team suck. What'd you guys come up with? Um, I didn't remember him with the Padres or the A's, and the only other jersey I could picture him in was Marlins. So we went with the Marlins. All right, both teams getting points. Correct answer is the then Florida Marlins. Yeah, he spent five games there. Uh, he was actually traded for the GOAT, Gary Sheffield. Uh, so mm. Gary went over to the Dodgers in that deal. It's weird. You said the GOAT and the And then Gary Sheffield. But, and, and, then, Gary Sheffield. and then Ken Griffey Jr. didn't come out of your mouth. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's later. 
Yeah. Question two in the tailgate. Rasheed Wallace played one game for this team in 2004 before going to the Pistons. I'm happy to go with that. Your guess is going to be as good as mine. <laughs> okay. I can see it. I just don't know. Yeah. How confident are you? I, I know. I know. I know he was there. Okay. Yeah. So let, let's go with it then. All right. We're checked in. Our team suck is checked in. Truly Manhattan. Talk it out. Okay. So it's between his time with the Blazers and the. You're positive finished with the Knicks. Hawks. Is that right? Is that right? I don't know why I said Hawks there. I was trying to say Pistons, but. Is Dan having a stroke? I, I'm going <laughs> to trust you before I trust me. I don't know that. I, I just said that. I meant, I meant to say Pistons. You smell burnt toast. I have no idea. Um, he just, I mean, he could have, this could have been, honestly, this could have been anywhere. He wasn't, okay. He wasn't with the Wolves. He the, wasn't with. He was, he was filing something in the mine palace. And then he like knocked over six bookshelves. And now they're like putting him back up and trying to rearrange it. That's what that was. Um, I, I don't know. Um, for some reason, I feel like he played for Boston at some point. No, he, I'm thinking it. Cause I was did. thinking of. Yeah, right? Okay. So he did, great. but I think it was after. I think that was like during his rundown of the end of his career. Okay. Um, he ended in New York, but I think he he came back and played with New York. May, now I don't know. You're right. Now I, I seem to remember him in, in Boston. I, just I, for one game? Oh gosh, I, I couldn't tell you. I, I, <laughs> I wish I knew that for sure. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Do you want to go with do you want to go with Hawks? You blurted it out for some reason. I I don't I know think why. I, I think we should go with it. I think I think we should trust this random blurred out answer that you had because I'm excited. I, I'll be happy. I just way. don't. I don't. I I don't think it's them though. That's the thing. I, I <laughs> don't you? Wouldn't you have remembered if he ended up there? I mean, I he was feel, kind of in the prime of like his career would, at this point. We wasn't he? okay, okay. So we can either go with this random thing that you thought, or we both said two teams that he clearly played on, and we at least know that. Well, That's we know he played for the Celtics, but was it just for the one game? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'd rather go with the team that I that we know he ended up with, I guess. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Do we want to say Boston then? Yeah, or... let's go with let's go with Boston. Right. We're gonna check in with the Celtics. All right, checking in with the Celtics. Our team suck. Did you guys have a stroke of genius like Dan or no? So I did not recall she being on a team between the Blazers and the Pistons. I had nothing. Uh, e threw out the Hawks, and I didn't have anything better, so we checked in with the Hawks. Well, yeah, it's a stroke of genius. The correct answer is the Hawks. No. Dan, I thought no. by now you'd know to trust your instincts. It wasn't an instinct. It was it was a slip of the tongue. I meant to say Pistons. I don't know where I the Hawks really came wanted from. to go with it. I really wanted oh, to go man. with it. Oh man! What a pull! It uh, honestly was not an instinct. <laughs> All right, next time you blurt out some random stuff, even if I don't care what it is, we're checking in. It may not have anything to do with the question. No. Oh man! All, All right. right. Yeah. Question three. I don't think uh, Dan will have to have a stroke on this one. I think this one will be pretty easy. Question three. What former Pro Bowl defensive end was traded twice in 2020, ending his season with eight total sacks? Okay, cool. Do you want to check in with that? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, let's do it. We're checked in. Our team suck has checked in. Really excited to hear Julie Manhattan talk this one out. I think I think I'm pretty I feel pretty good about that. 
you feel good that, that it was a trade to begin with? Yeah, because he was trying to force his way out of town. So, so he forced the trade. Okay. I think he, I think he, I, cause I think that was part of it was what are people willing to spend? Uh, I believe it's Yannick and Yannick and Gakwe. Cause yeah, I mean, I remember him starting the year with, with the Vikings and I know he was traded to the Ravens, but I, I wasn't sure that he came. Yeah. Via trade I think, in the I think it was place. a, I think it was a force out of town. I'm pretty positive. Okay. That's, okay. that's fine. We can do that. Okay. Checking in with Yannick and Gakwe. All right, checking in with Yannick Ngakwe. Our team suck. What'd you guys come up with? Yeah, Ian sent it sent it over to me. I know he was traded twice. Um, I know the Vikings ended up losing out on. They gave up a second for him and then only got a third back when they got rid of him. Um, so we also checked in with Yannick Ngakwe. Yep, traded on August 31st and then again on October 22nd. Correct answer is Yannick Ngakwe. Team, points all around. After the tailgate, we have our team suck. With 30 and truly Manhattan, uh, thanks to Dan's stroke uh, with 20. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes, and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. Today's first quarter will be Sporting Haikus. Sporting Haikus. For this quarter, there will be five questions in haiku form. Each question is worth 20 points. All right, question number one in Sporting Haikus. Japan Hall of Fame, debuted 2003. Do not call him Kaz. It's got to be. Right? Yeah. Okay. Okay, we're checked in. Our team suck has checked in. Truly Manhattan, talk it out. Does that yeah, look is that... Uh, familiar to yeah, you? Yeah, that's right. That's, isn't it? that's got to that's, yeah, that's be it. So, um, debuted in 2003. So, when you said Japan Hall of Fame, I was like, is he really throwing out Ichiro here? And then he said 2003, don't call him Kaz. And I remember, didn't he play second base? I think. Shortstop? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. And then after, Reyes was after him, right? Yes. Okay, yes. so yes. Kaz, Kazuhiro Matsui. Kaz yeah. Matsui. Okay. Don't call him Kaz, though. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not Kazuhiro, though. Let's just go with Matsui. Just let's go with Matsui. All right, Truly Manhattan has checked in Matsui. Our team suck. What do you guys check in with? Yeah, so we jumped on it pretty quickly. I know 2003, Hideki Matsui debuted, and he was in a fairly controversial rookie of the year race, I think, with Angel Barroa. I could be off on that. Um, and then, don't call him Kaz. I figure it was a reference to Mets legend, Kaz Matsui. So we checked in with Hideki Matsui. All right. Both teams getting points. The answer I was looking for was Hideki Matsui. So I'm glad you guys only went with Matsui. But we know that what they meant, so they were wrong yeah. technically. Yeah. We met Hawks too, so. <laughs> all right. Points all around on that one. Thanks to Matsui. All right. Question number two in Sporting Haiku. Born in Ohio, medical records were leaked. 30 medal wins. I'm good with that. If you want to check in. 
it adds up. I don't know if the metal counts right or not, but I don't think I'm going to pull a better answer. So if you're even fifty percent confident on this, I'm happy checking in. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll, check. we'll check. Yeah, we're checking in. Our team suck. Checked in. Truly Manhattan. Talk it out. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I mean, okay, 30 medal wins, unless we're talking about more than just Olympics, because Michael Phelps has 28, and that's the most. So, I mean, there was a bunch of, uh, bunch of women who had their medical records leaked not that long ago. Some of the big names that were involved in it were uh, um, like Serena, um, I want to say Simone Biles was part of it. Those are the, those are the two really big names I can remember. Um, maybe uh, Elena Deladon, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't think she was born in Ohio. Well, I, I don't think Serena was. Was Simone Biles? I have no clue. I, just, I, I know she was part of a, a records hack. Could 30, she have 30 medals overall? Not just Olympic, but... I, yeah, sure. I mean, that's what I was going to say. I was like, if you n- know that Simone Biles is, it seems like gymnastics has the most opportunities at multiple medals at a time. Yeah, Could be I mean, that in swimming, probably. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, All right, let's... Yeah, sure. That's the best name we're going to come up with. Let's let's yep. do it. We'll check in Simone Biles. Truly Manhattan, checking in Simone Biles. Our team sucked. What was your answer? Pretty much the same thing. I knew Simone Biles was part of a big hack. Um, I think Russia like hacked a bunch of metal. I, I, I'm assuming if, if you said medical records and that's what it is, I just knew info was leaked. Um, I think they said she had like ADHD or something like that. Um, but uh, the, the, the medals number was just way too big for it to be anybody other than a gymnast. So we went with Simone Biles. Both teams checking in with Simone Biles and both teams are receiving their points on this one. The answer is Simone Biles. She was born in Columbus, Ohio. And uh, yeah, as Dan and Eric put it uh, in 2016, her medical records were leaked, revealing that she suffers from ADHD, which I don't know why that was even why that's a big deal. deal. Yeah, but it makes her so much better. I I think the only thing was was that there were like traces of Ritalin and they wanted to make sure that she cleared it with, you know, everyone. And she did so. They, they tried to get her records so Have they could not duplicate her, make, <laughs> make, trying to make more he- mutant humans. <laughs> She's basically Nightcrawler. She's like, because like she goes up in the air crawler. and I feel like she disappears and then she comes out and she's totally fine. And I'm like, wow, how'd that happen? And then there's a smell of brimstone when she comes I was back. Just gonna say, really, yeah. really strange. Yeah. And I find Simone Biles smells like brimstone. <laughs> oh my God. You heard it here first. Uh, and yeah, Dan, that was uh, the medals are the Olympics and then the world championships. Yeah, it had to be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's got 30 combined. So nice job there. Question number three in sporting haikus. You're welcome, Eric. Blue jacket scorer, number one overall pick, youngest to lead league. You know what? Yeah, let's just go with it. I don't, I, I agree with what you said before. I don't think they've, they've had many of those. So. Yeah. So, okay, we're checking in. Our team suck have checked in. Once again, we will get to hear Marcus and Dan talk it out. I don't know what we're going to talk out. Yeah, I was literally typing, hey, you want to just check in with a random name so we don't have to talk about how I, much we don't know. Want to do like, Matsui again? I know plenty of hockey players, but I don't I can't I can't name somebody on that team specifically. 
there's a there's not a team in that league that speaks the least to me than the Columbus Blue Jackets. <laughs> right. <laughs> I honestly don't even know where to start with this one. Um, I know a bit about the NHL, but Columbus is a big black hole to me. <sighs> yeah, it's a it's a butthole for sure. Um, I think uh, Popeye Jones's kid plays on Columbus. I think that might be my only thing. I think he plays. I think. So sweet P Jones. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's Seth. I think. Yeah. Popeye Jones named his son Seth. I couldn't think of a more fitting name. <laughs> I don't know where to go other than. Yeah. I don't even know if he plays, if he even is like a scorer. I, I don't know what position he plays other than I know it's not goalie. <laughs> so I don't know. Do you want to just say Jones? And Yeah, sure. Let's go Jones, it? even though I think it's Sweet P. Jones. Okay. We're going to check in with Jones. Just in case it's Kaz Jones. <laughs> That's right. Or Hideki. Hideki Jones. Exactly. Hideki Jones. Checking in with Jones over to uh, Eric and Ian for your answer. So I threw out Rick Nash because I know he was the number one overall pick and I know he played for the Blue Jackets. We weren't sure if Rick Nash was the youngest to ever leave the league in scoring, but just thinking about recent NHL history it's pretty much been the same few people leading the league in scoring every year Ovechkin Crosby I think Pasternak tied for the lead maybe last year but for the most part it's the same few people so couldn't really think of anyone more recent who would have led the league in scoring and also we couldn't think of anyone from the 2010s who the Blue Jackets took number one overall so we checked in with Rick Nash all right checking in with Rick Nash one team getting points the answer is my favorite player from 15 years ago Rick Nash uh, yeah, he uh, he scored. Uh, he had 41 goals in 0304, which t- was tied for the lead league, but he still has the distinction of being the youngest to ever lead the league. So nice, uh, nice work there for one team. Let's move right on to question four in Sporting Haikus. Played All-Star game once, drafted after LeBron James, Clippers and Hornets. I'm fairly confident about this. Teams match up. Hornets? I think. I go with it. I I mean, if you have you have something better, then I'm happy. No, to I don't. Okay. <laughs> he seems like a player who would be a one time all star also. So just somebody broke their leg that year and just exactly. we need we need someone. Third, third replacement. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. All right, we're checking in. All right. Our team suck have checked in. Truly Manhattan, talk it out. Teams line up on that. Does that uh does that ring a bell for you? I mean, yes, he definitely played for those two teams. I just never mind. Yeah, let's go with it. All right. Okay, so we'll check in with Chris Kamen. All right, checking in with Chris Kamen. Our team suck. What'd you guys come up with? Yeah, so I knew that Kamen was in the 2003 NBA draft, and I know he played for the Hornets. We had no recollection. I mean, we knew he played for the Clippers. We had no recollection of him playing for the Hornets, but. It was the best name we could come up with, so we also checked in with Chris Kamen. Sometimes the best name you can come up with is the right answer. The correct answer is Chris Kamen. What year did he make the All-Star game? 2010. 20, oh, wow. Yep, his last year with the Clippers. All right, fifth and final sporting haiku, and also the easiest one, I promise. Second round draft pick, firearms in locker room, call him Hibachi. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> we can I'm check checking. in. All right, Truly Manhattan is checked in. Our team suck. You guys can talk it out. 
right. It's got to be Gilbert Arenas, right? Yeah. <laughs> the firearm in the locker room. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. That I, I was on Greg Hardy until the the hibachi part. So, um, yeah, I like Gilbert Arenas for that. All right. We'll check in with Gilbert Arenas. Checking in with Gilbert Arenas. Truly Manhattan. Your answer. Yep. Checked in with Gilbert Arenas. Yeah. No one called Greg Hardy Hibachi. I'm sure he enjoys it, but I don't think anyone's <laughs> ever he, referred and to he, that. And he power bombed a girl. Like, That's what it was. Onto a bunch of guns. Onto a there, bunch of there, guns. There, all right, at, good. At, at, at a Hibachi place. <laughs> My God. All right. Both what teams character. getting points. The correct answer is Gilbert Arenas. All right. After the first quarter, we have truly Manhattan with 100 and our team suck with 130. That brings us to today's second quarter, which will be pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be five before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 20 points. Last time I was on, I got one of five right. So oh, I, I think you'll get t- two of five. Two of five. <laughs> <laughs> At least. Your vote of confidence is overwhelming. Exactly. Oh, man. Let's wow. do this. We'll do much better. Two of five. That's right. Hey, two of five. double in. Double in 40%. Success, all right. 40% three-point shooters are elite, so. They, all, there you go. Really you can be the 400 hitters are very elite. It's true. It's true. You can be the Ted Williams of pre and post game. All right, here we go. Question one. This Hall of Fame wide receiver had more Super Bowl wins than Pro Bowl appearances and defeated Bradford City to win the 2012-2013 Football League Cup. Yeah, we can check in. All right. Truly Manhattan is checked in. Our team suck. You guys can talk it out. Okay. Is, is Bradford City EPL? Uh. I was like, I hope you're not asking me a, a soccer question. No, no, no I'm asking him. <laughs> um, I wrote hopefully. the question and I don't know. <laughs> they might be relegated, maybe. All right. Any ideas in the first half? Um, it's got to be someone, what, on like the 49ers? Or is it is it Lynn Swanson City? Oh. Lynn Swansea City. I, I know there's some team called Swan something or other. It's Swansea. Swansea. Yeah. Um, hey, that works. I don't know how many. I mean, how many Pro Bowls would Lynn Swan have won? How many Super Bowls did he or win? Or Super Bowls, I'm three sorry. Or, yeah. Did he win three or four? Probably three. I think, yeah, I mean, I think it's a possibility that he was only in I, it, I mean just for the fact that it works and he's a hall of famer and swansea city is a team great yeah so sure let's go okay. with it let's check in with lynn swansea city okay checking in with lynn swansea city truly manhattan what was your answer shout out to uh, marcus's favorite uh, steelers um, wide receiver listen he was a late addition to this game so i wrote this question not thinking he'd be on here but uh we said um, Lynn Swansea AFC, the Association Football Club. All right. I'm going to accept 
both answers. So both teams are getting points. It is Lynn Swansea City, also Swansea City AFC. And Eric, they were relegated in 2018. So nice job there. Points all around. And Lynn Swan, yeah, great receiver. Got that first one out of the way. Now just need to go one of four. And then <laughs> just a more left. <laughs> all right. All right. Question two in pre and post game. This World Series winning Southpaw signed a four-year deal with a division rival in 2005 and is a Puerto Rican outfielder who spent his entire career with one team, recording over 2,000 hits and nearly 300 homers. I think you're right. Nice job. Let's check that in. All right. Checked in. Okay. Truly Manhattan has checked in. Our team stuck. You guys can talk it out. Um, so do you think the person in the first half won the World Series before signing the deal in 05? Because that's how I'm interpreting it, but it doesn't necessarily have to be the case. That's I would think so. So and I say Glavin because I know Glavin won a World Series and he's a lefty and he signed with the Mets, but you could be right. I don't think it was 05. I thought it was I'm, before I'm that. Excited, I, I, I know that Pedro signed in 05, and I recall them signing the same year, but it could have been 04, 03. I was, I was kind of young back then, so it's very likely that I'm misremembering that. Um, what, any other names cross your mind for either half? Is it Jared Washburny Williams? Ooh. Where did Jared Washburn go to? Did he go to Seattle? Marcus did pick it up. Maybe he did. I don't think I'm going to come up with anything better. That's better than anything. I have zero names for either side of it. So if, if you want to go with that. Right. Let's check in with Jared Wash, Bernie Williams. Okay. Our team suck is checking in with Jared Wash, Bernie Williams. I'll throw it to Marcus for this one. It seems like he came up with it. So what was your answer? <laughs> so we went down the same hole you went but I didn't even neither think, of us picked up on it no so I think you're right but we got stuck on Glavin unlike you guys so we checked in with Tom Glavini Castilla who did not spend most of his career with one team. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said it because I was about to. Uh, both of us missed that part, though. We both missed it when we checked in. So, Gotcha. Uh, which, what's funny is after Ian said, is it Tom Glavin? I went to my phone and I put Tom Glavin and Castillo for a future pre and post game. Because, like, that's great. Ian, terrific poll, man. The correct answer is Jared Wash, Bernie Williams. Nice. What year did Glavin sign with the Mets? Was it earlier than 05? It was right around there. It was thought, right I, around there. I think it was a little bit earlier now. I thought it was earlier. Say that. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe maybe like, 02, 03, something like that. Mm. But uh, yeah, Washburn signed that crazy, crazy deal, right, Marcus? With the Mariners. And it worked out real well for them. <laughs> I had done a really good I I had done a really good job of just forgetting that that ever happened. <laughs> Again, so I didn't know you were going to be on this episode until an hour before we started. Again, never in a million years would I've ever thought of him ever because I just choose to forget. Did he have like what one good season? Like no. I just like no one. with Seattle. No, no. I mean in general, he was like a solid number 
two, three eight, guy with the angels. Like a number eight. He, like, yeah. he used to he used to kill the Mariners, and then they were like, "Oh, let's give him all this money to come up here and do the same thing, hitters or pitchers ballpark." And then he was just not good. Funny thing is, when when you kill the Mariners and you sign with them, you don't get to play the Mariners anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy yeah. how that works. Okay, question three in pre and post game. He was named MVP in 1993, and earlier that year, fumbled his way into a Super Bowl victory. Yeah, yeah, that's. I think that's right. Want to check in? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first oh, thing that came oh, up. Oh. Is uh. Check, check that in. We're checked in. All right. Truly, Manhattan is checked in. Our team sucked. Talk it out. Yeah. I like your answer. Barkley did win MVP in 1993. And Leon Lett, 90s football is not my strong suit, but Leon Lett does fit with Charles Barkley. Yeah. And I mean, it's not, he doesn't say the sport in NFL. MVP in 93, I believe, was Emmett, so that doesn't work. And the only, like, really famous fumble is, was it, like, Ernest Biner, I think, fumbled, but he didn't win anything because of it, and Leon Lett fumbled and still won a Super Bowl, so. Yeah, let's check in with Charles Barkley on Lett. All right, checking in with Charles Barkley on Lett. Truly Manhattan, what was your answer? Yeah. Quickly came up with Leon Lett and then had to reverse engineer Charles Barkley into it, but... uh... We got there eventually. So Charles Barkley on let. I'm I'm no Marcus when it comes to impersonations, but I'm gonna try. That fumble was terrible, man. Terrible. Yeah, the correct answer is Charles Barkley on let. Points all around. Props to uh Don Beebe for running him down and knocking it out of his hand. And then your favorite receiver, Chad Beebe. <laughs> How about Don Don, Don B. Beanie Wells? For oh, there you go. Nice. No, it has to be Chad. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> gotcha. Chad, Chad B.B. It doesn't, though. It always is. <laughs> he is the uh, the Pete Weber to... <laughs> to... To Don Beanie. Yeah. Don B.B.'s Dick Weber. Yes. All right. Whatever you say. Question number four in pre and post game. His 112 receptions set a Bengals record in 2007, and he led the NCAA in assists twice, bringing his Big 12 school to an Elite Eight appearance in 2000. All right, we're going we're gonna to check in. All right, our team suck has checked in. Truly Manhattan. That's it. Uh, sorry. I'm sorry. I talked over it. No, that's you're it. good. No, this is, this is better than me talking. That, that's it. Well, what oh, is yeah. it? Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. We had yeah. the right team. We just couldn't come up with the right guy. <laughs> yeah. Talk about it. Talk about another guy that I just don't yeah. want to ever think about. Yeah. <laughs> because the problem. Okay. So we had TJ Hushmanzada <laughs> right away and we're trying forever to come up with this, this basketball player. And I am pretty sure I came up with the right four teams that lost in the elite eight. And Oklahoma State was one of them. And I had Desmond Mason. <laughs> I don't think he led the league in assists, but that was the only name I could come up with that worked with Hushman Zada. And we were about ready to go with him, I guess, until I remembered the other Oklahoma State guy who you just don't think of as a, you think of him more as a media guy than anything else. 
Doug Gottlieb. So we went with um, TJ Hushman Zad Doug Gottlieb. Okay, checking in with TJ Hushman Zad Doug Gottlieb. And over to our team, Suck. Did you guys uh, come up with Desmond Mason for Marcus? So, yeah, um, TJ Hushman Zada was immediate. And then it took us an hour and a half to eventually get to um, assist guru Doug Gottlieb. So we checked in with TJ Hushman Zad, Doug Gottlieb. Both teams getting points. The correct answer is TJ Hushman Zad, Doug Gottlieb, the assist guru. Can we start mentioning him with Skip? With, with Skip? <laughs> you know what? I think, I think Shannon Sharp's way above Skip right Let's now. Let's face it. Shannon's <laughs> on that list yeah. too now. <laughs> yeah. That was, mm. Well, both teams getting points. Nice job. <laughs> All right. Question number five in pre and post game. Oh, we got another one of these? There's one <laughs> more. Hey, Ian's happy. Ian's got a, a perfect ground going here. All that one out of five nonsense. Question five. <laughs> This NCAA champion and Big East player of the year ranks 23rd on the NFL's all-time rushing list, spending his career in one division, playing for multiple teams. Yeah, we're good. All right. Our team suck. Have checked in. Truly Manhattan. You guys can talk it out. Yeah, that would do it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, So Dan uh, came in with work done and... I agree that he never left the division, Tampa Bay and Atlanta. And uh, I'm pretty sure Hakeem Warwick on the way to being, I think he was what, the fourth overall pick or whatever. I think he's a Big East player of the year. So we are going to check in with Hakeem Warwick done. Julie Manhattan checking in with Hakeem Warwick done. Our team suck. What'd you guys come up with? Team effort. Eric got Warwick done right away. Figured. And I know that Hakeem Warwick was on the Syracuse National Championship team in 2003. He had the game-sealing block. And I know he was really good after Mello left, so it's very conceivable that he could have won Big East Player of the Year in 2004 or 2005. So we checked in with Hakeem Warwick done. Yep, both teams correct on this one again. Correct answer is Hakeem Warwick done. Nice job, and I knew Eric would know exactly who was 23rd on the, the rushing list. So I think Ricky Waters is 24th. Should be Hall of Famer Ricky Waters. Thank I agree. <laughs> I mean, I think if you're top 25 in rushing, you got a pretty good, uh, pretty good argument there. No, people hate him. People hate Doug Gottlieb too. Yeah, rightfully so. <laughs> people hate Skip Bayless. Yeah, I don't get that one. Makes no sense. All right, heading into halftime, we have scores of Truly Manhattan with 180, and our team sucks sweeping the pre and post game round for Ian. And they have 230. All right. It's now time for the halftime show. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports with each question worth 20 points. This halftime will be the actresses edition. Sorry, Eric. Uh, For each question... (laughs) For each question. <laughs> no, you're going to like this. This is this is Hollywood cast connection esque. You'll, you'll be fine here uh, for each question. I'm going to name three actresses. You're just going to tell me what sports genre uh, movie they appeared in. So I'll give you three actresses that all appeared in a movie about a certain sport. You just tell me what sport. Crap. 
Sorry, Eric. In advance. All right. Qu- this is question. Where we make one. it up, Marcus. This is this is your chance. It's about women. All right. Question one. Camilla Bell, Kate Bosworth, and Helen Hunt. Pass. <laughs> Twister, a sports movie. <laughs> Oh, sorry. That was that was good. Uh, I just looked down. I'm like, maybe Ian sent something, and I'm reading it. I'm like, oh, Big East. I'm like, no, that's that's the previous question. Oh, man, <laughs> I don't even know. Shit. Um, we can check in. All right, Truly Manhattan is checked in. Our team suck. Talk out your Helen Hunt movies. So you're right about Bosworth. Yeah, so, she was she was the uh the uh wasn't she like the 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 Gary Bertier's girlfriend in Remember the Titans? I know she was in it, so that's good, I guess. Again, like I said, I can't think of a Helen Hunt sports movie, so I'm no. probably not going to come up with anything better than football. So, I'm happy to check in there. What about Camila Bell? What was she in? I don't know. I can't think of... I know almost every football movie, and I can't think of Helen Hunt in a football movie. That's why yeah. I, I'm almost positive it's not football. Shh. You know what? There was a god-awful, terrible volleyball movie a few years ago. I feel like maybe she was in it. Um, you can check in with volleyball. Let's Let's... Because I know she wasn't in a football movie. Okay, so let's do volleyball then. All right, let's. All right. I feel. I, yes, let's go All with right. it. Yeah. Checking in with volleyball. All right, our team suck has checked in with volleyball. Truly, Manhattan. Your answer. This took way too long to get to this one. Um, the, the thing that I remember Kate Bosworth most from is Blue Crush, which is a surfing movie. And after quite a long time of thinking about it, I finally remembered Helen Hunt was um, the girl's mom in Soul Surfer. So that's enough for me to say surfing. I have no idea what Camilla Bell was in, but uh, there's two surfing movies there. So we had to go with that. All right. Checking in with surfing. Uh, yeah, I didn't know they made volleyball movies. So I didn't either. That's, <laughs> yeah. Check that's, out Cloud Nine. It was terrible. That's a strip club here in Albany. And it is terrible. Uh, <laughs> one team getting points. The correct answer is surfing. Uh, yeah, Helen Hunt was the mom in Soul Surfer. Kate Bosworth, obviously, in Blue Crush. And Camilla Bell was in Rip Girls, which is uh, a Disney Channel original movie. I thought that was a horror movie. It was called R.I.P. Girls. I, I completely dismissed Blue Crush because I was like, why would he include surfing? I've never, I can't think of one other than like surf ninjas like what what other I thought about using surf ninjas. And, and so when he, i just completely dismissed it was kate bosworth in remember the titans yes yep okay okay so i'm not crazy because that's what i said because i was like why why would scott ask a question about surfing movies <laughs> so it's not blue crush yeah well hey one team got points there let's just move right on to question two it gets more fun guys all right, question two. The actresses are Kirsten Dunst, Mariska Hargitay, and Scarlett Johansson. What's sports in law and order? <laughs> I'm pretty sure like every other episode, a water polo team rapes some girl. So 
Yeah, let's let's Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. Sure. We're checked in. Our team sucks is checked in. Truly Manhattan. Talk it out. Uh, it, unless it's cheerleading, I have nowhere to go with this. I mean, yeah, it seems super obvious for Kristen Dunst, but I mean, <laughs> I've only I've only seen Mariska Hargitay on SVU. I don't know anything else that she's <laughs> ever been in. And Scarlett Johansson, I just go, I, I don't know, something happens to me when I see her and I don't remember important stuff. <laughs> um yeah i don't know like i feel like kirsten dunce is always in like period pieces so i was like golf or baseball or something i don't know i i don't know where else to go with this besides cheerleading all right all right i mean i can't picture the other two in movies other than i mean i could i could picture scarlett johansson in a bunch of movies but never in a in a sports movie yeah i don't <laughs> I I don't know. So yeah, we can just go with cheerleading. All right. Let's go with it. All right. Checking in with cheerleading. All right. Truly Manhattan's checked in with cheerleading. Our team suck. What'd you guys come up with? Dan, didn't I thought maybe you asked this question on a game that game with Neil. Um, because Kirsten Dunst was in that tennis movie, um, Wimbledon with Oh, that's uh, right. She was in Wimbledon. That's right. That guy. The, the the thing from the with the lady, um, <laughs> Paul Bettany is where you're going with that, but I yeah so well, uh, yeah it's Paul Bettany rules. I figured cheerleading was too obvious, so we went with tennis. All right, checking in with tennis. Uh, one team getting points. The correct answer is tennis. Kirsten Dunst was in Wimbledon with that guy, Paul Bettany. Uh, Scarlett Johansson was in Match Point. And Mershka Hargitay was in some movie I've never heard of until I researched this called Jocks in 1987. Good pull, Eric. That wasn't a pull. That was just uh, <laughs> cheerleading's too obvious. Yeah. Okay. Question three. The actresses are Kira Sedgwick, Kate Mara, Halle Berry. Okay. We're going to check in. Our team suck checked in. Truly Manhattan, talk it out. All right. I think you're right. I think Halle Berry was in the program. I think so. Um, Kira Sedgwick was in the game plan. <laughs> I, I'm a big Kira Sedgwick fan, so. No, no, no. That's that's all good. Um, I'm a... Was Kate Mara in anything? Probably. <laughs> I would imagine. So, uh, I mean... We got two out of three. Yeah. And I heard it ain't bad. What up, mom? I mean, she, her family owns. Right. <laughs> right. Was she in draft day or something? Like <laughs> Eric would have checked in before I finished the question if she was in draft day. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of other. Oh, oh, yeah. Do you want to just go with that? I mean, I, I guess so. I can't, I can't think of what she would have been in, but uh, unless it was when she was a lot younger, let's just go with football because we know two of the three were. Okay. All right. Checking in with football. Okay. Our team sucked. Your answer. Yeah. So we had the same two of three. Um, we also could not think of a football movie um, that came arrows in, but oh, 
we were able to get the other two, so he also checked in with football. Eric knows like every football movie, and he knows Helen Hunt has not been in any football movies, but he should know that Kate Mary was in We Are Marshall. The correct answer is football. Couldn't picture her face. <laughs> she was. According, yeah, she was. I, I, I haven't seen We Are Marshall. Like, yeah, but she's I listed. So, you. listen, Kira Sedgwick is always going to be Madeline Wunsch to me. So, <laughs> Maddie. All right. On to question four. Dan, there's only two more. It's almost over. All right. Question four. Rooney Mara, Anna Paquin, Emily Deschanel. The wrong Deschanel in this. The wrong Mara? Well, that too. The right Paquin. Sure. <laughs> I don't know the third one, but I think that's got to be it. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll check in. Truly Manhattan is checked in. Our team suck. Go ahead and talk it out. Anna Paquin was in one of those basketball movies. I guess we don't need to know the name. Um, what was Rooney Mara in? Relatively. I don't even know. Scene. Don't even know who that is. She had some breakout performance a few years ago, but I can't remember what the movie was. I don't think it was sports related, so. I don't know what. I don't know. I only one I can picture in a sports movie is Anna Paquin, and that's basketball. Okay, let's check in with basketball then. All right. Anything better? All right, basketball. All right, checking in with basketball. Over to Truly Manhattan for your answer. And Dan, if you want to tell uh, Ian what movie Rooney Mara broke out in, that's fine too. The girl who kicked the hornet's nest, or the all those think, ones. Dragon's yeah. Tattoo was first, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah all those though. Dragon Tattoo, yeah. Um, so. This was supposed to be our round to catch up to them, Marcus. Supposed to be. It hasn't worked out. Um, That's the next round, Dan. Yeah, it's it's most definitely basketball, though, because um, Anna Paquin was in um, Finding Forrester, and I'm pretty sure Emily Deschanel was in Glory Road. Um, I have no idea what Rooney Mara was in, but if it's it's got to be basketball, though, if those two work out. So we checked in with basketball. Both teams checking in with basketball and both teams getting points. Anna Packham was in Finding Forrester. Emily Deschanel was Don Haskins' wife in Gloria Road. Rooney Mara played in some movie called The Winning Season that I've never heard of, but it involved basketball. All right. It's all over, guys. Question five. This is the last one. It's not over then. <laughs> After this, it's like if you can get through this, you get rewarded with a pick and roll. Spoiler alert. All right. Question five. Christina Ricci, Lindsay Lohan, Brie Larson. <laughs> I'm sorry. And Marcus is laughing. <laughs> Does Lindsay Lohan trigger you? <laughs> yes. Want to check in? Yeah. I, just for that, because I don't think she was in anything else. Unless, you know, nothing else um, I can think of well, sports related, unless a uh, parent trap or whatever that movie is where they yeah. is that a sports movie it's switching just, places at fool your parents is sport Friday. No, no. Switching goals was the uh, the Olsen twins. Uh -huh. Oh, all right. All right. We're going to check. Him. <laughs> <laughs> Our team sucks. Is checked <laughs> Marcus has been triggered, but I want to hear you guys talk it out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
again, I I thought of I, I thought could of put Herbie. two of them. Yeah, I followed. I I thought of Herbie immediately, and that's what triggered me. We can put Lindsay Lohan in in uh, in Herbie, <laughs> and and I can put Christina Ricci in Speed Racer. So I'm thinking it's got to be auto racing. I have no okay. idea what Brie Larson was in, but uh, is was she in Ford versus Ferrari? Maybe I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. One of the eighteen Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm thinking we got to go with auto racing on this one because we can again we we had to play the two out of three rule here. The uh, yep, okay. Scott's mom rule. Yep, my mom rule. All right, all right. We'll check <laughs> yeah. in with auto racing. All right, checking in with auto racing and over to our team suck for your answer. All we had was Lindsay Lohan was in Herbie fully loaded. <laughs> what a terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we went with the one out of three rule and went with auto racing. All right. Well, both teams are getting points. The correct answer is auto racing. Lindsay Lohan was in Herbie fully loaded. Christina Ricci was in Speed Racer. <laughs> And Brie Larson was in Right on Track, which is a Disney Channel original movie. Can we just have that be the title of this episode now? Lindsay Lohan was in Herbie Fully Loaded. <laughs> we'll get so many Google hits. Uh, will we? Three. Okay. Her checking to make sure that she was in that movie because she's just... She was trending the other day because she's getting back into acting. She's, she's oh, coming is back she? from Dubai. Apparently. She's, really? she's been fully loaded before. I know that. Yeah, she is. Oof. All right, let's just move on. I'm talking about being drunk. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, let's just yeah. call it Lindsay Lohan fully loaded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get some hits for sure. Now we'll get hits. My <laughs> oh, lord. Oh. It's not right. too late to run away, Ian. <laughs> it's not. It's not. He Eric can't can escape. The next one by himself. All right. After halftime, we have. Scores of Truly Manhattan with 260 and our team suck with 310. Brings us to the third quarter, gentlemen, which is pick and roll. Pick and roll. For this quarter, there will be four lists containing 10 items. The team that is trailing coming into the quarter will choose the two lists they want, and the team winning coming into the quarter will receive the remaining two lists. If the team does not correctly identify all 10 items from a list, the other team can attempt to finish that list out. The teams will alternate trying to complete their lists. Each item is worth 10 points. Julie Manhattan will have the uh, the two choices here. And I will give you the four categories for pick and roll. I think you might like a couple of them. All right, so your four categories for pick and roll today are... The top 10 golfers of the 2010s, ranked by PGATour.com. The 10 Major League Baseball teams Kenny Lofton played for besides the Indians. <laughs> the top 10 all-time assist leaders for the Vancouver slash Memphis Grizzlies. And happy birthday, Eric, even though it's not your birthday. The 10 unique tight ends with the highest single season yards during the 2000s. All right, we'll, uh, we'll take the, uh, the Grizzlies assist leaders. And the Kenny Lofton teams. Okay. Leaving our team suck with top 10 golfers of the 2010s. And for some reason, the tight end question, uh, Eric is foaming at the mouth for those of you that are listening. Uh, but we'll start with truly Manhattan. Which list would you like to do first? I'm going to have to think about the, uh, 
the Kenny Lofton one a little bit. So let's start with the other one. Okay. So we'll start with uh, assist leaders. Yeah. All right. Top 10 all-time assist leaders for the Vancouver Memphis Grizzlies franchise. Okay. We'll, we'll check in. Truly Manhattan is checked in. Go ahead and read them off. All right. We've got uh, Mike Conley, Sharif Abdur-Rahim, Rudy Gay, Jason Williams, um, old Bibby. What did we call him before? Uh, the Bibby Ballad Smith. of Old. Bib- yeah, Bibby. Bibby. Yeah, yeah. We'll go Mike Bibby. Um, we'll go both Gasols, Mark and Powell, uh, Zach Randolph, Mike Miller, and Tony Allen. Truly, Manhattan has identified nine of the top ten. I bet it's that last one. <laughs> nice job there. So you got number 10, Rudy Gay. Number eight, Sharif Abdurrahim. Number seven, Zach Randolph. Number six, Mike Miller. Number five, Paul Gasol. Number four, Mike Bibby. Number three, Jason Williams. Number two, Mark Gasol. And number one, White Chocolate, Jason Williams. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Mike Conley's number one. Jason Williams was just so good. He should have. Uh, yeah, I was like, so one. he's he's on there twice. So the only one that wasn't was Tony Allen. Ideas? All right. For the Grizzlies? <laughs> it's definitely not Jaw, you think? I mean, you can you can give it a shot, but I don't right. think I mean, so. I don't, not I in like two years, more. I don't think. I, don't, I can't imagine it is, but it's a better shot of that being right than Hashim to beat. So let's say we'll say Jaw Morant. All right, checking in with John Morant, who is not in the top 10. Bet he's close. We talked about him, too. Uh, do you guys have anyone else that you thought might have been close? I, I can't think of anybody else. It was between, well, what we decided between oh, was, yeah. uh, Shane Battier or, or Tony Allen, and we went with Tony Allen. Battier is a good one. Interesting, interesting. So uh, number nine is actually Earl Watson. Really? So that's the one that you guys missed. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't I never, feel bad about that at all. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. Never would have ever in a million years. Is, is John Morant close? Do you know? Uh, he's, I believe he's in the top 20 already. His stream to beat is not. <laughs> we said Michael Dickerson, I maybe. I know that. Yeah. Oof. That's a name. Yeah. All right, but you guys got nine on the 10, so nice work on that one. We'll go over to our team suck. Which list would you like to uh, complete first? Um, want to do let's, tight end? No, let's do the golf one first. That okay. should be easier cool. to, to um, get through. And... Just clarifying question, men and women? Uh, it's men. Good question. Men, okay. Thank yep. God. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did enough women torture with the halftime. I didn't want to okay. scare Eric anymore. So, so top 10 male golfers of the 2010s ranked by bjtour.com. We're going we're gonna to check in. All right. Thank you. Our team suck has checked in. So I'll go ahead and read off your 10. All right. So our 10 are Phil Mickelson. Tiger Woods, um, what's Day's first name? Uh, just Jason. Jason think... Day, yes. Yeah. All right, Jason Day, uh, Bubba Watson, Jordan Spieth, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson. Yeah. Last name. Yeah. 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 Justin Thomas, uh, Justin Rose. Is that ten? That's ten. Is that all ten? Did you say all? Phil. Scott, how, how many Tiger did we give you? Day. I, I heard nine. Okay. We got Tiger, Phil Mickelson, Bubba Watson, Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, Justin Rose, Jason Day. 
That's 10. That's 10. All right. Our team suck has identified all 10 of the items on the list. Nice. Nice job there. Uh, Phil Mickelson was ranked number one. Uh, it looks like Dan had all 10 of those guys. Maybe is that what he's trying to show I say? Us? That was, that was, yeah, that was kind of a, we couldn't think of any, but he, Ian suggested Sergio and I would never. So. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I had all 10 of them. Yeah. And only one of them though, Dan, we have a proclivity for. All right, so 100 points on that one and no chance to steal. So we'll just throw it right back over to Truly Manhattan for uh, Kenny Lofton's Major League Baseball teams besides the Indians. We have we have 10, Marcus. Oh, we do? Yeah. Let me count them again. Ooh. Ooh, let's go. Yeah, we got 10. Nah. You guys checking in? Yeah, let's check it yeah, in. Yeah, let's do it. All right, go for it. Yeah. All right, we've got uh, the Braves, the White Sox, the Cubs, the Rangers, the Yankees, the Phillies, and this is where we started grabbing names, the Giants. Um, that's when I remembered um, he started his career with the Astros, and then Marcus threw out the Pirates, and I said, do you remember him with the Dodgers? And he said, yes, yes, yes. So uh, we checked in with the Dodgers as well. All 10. What? Play. Let's go. Yeah. All 10. Nice job. Let's go. Let's go. Good job, video games. Yeah, seriously. I just remember that uh that that pirate logo on his seven. Like there are the pirate style of, of lettering on the seven. Remember, uh, do you know which one he ended his career with, Dan? Um, wasn't he I thought he was back in Cleveland to end his career. Yeah, he was. He played for them three different times. Yeah. Yep. And, and the Rangers was, again too, right? Yep. Texas, Texas, Cleveland was his final in the same season in 07 or his final two. So nicely, uh, nicely done, gentlemen. That's 100 points. And now we can all sit back and prepare to be impressed as Eric Eid gets to run a list about <laughs> single season receiving yard leaders uh, for tight ends in the 2000s. So Eric, just to clarify, this will be, you know, the 10 best seasons individually receiving yards from and this 2000 is 2000 to 2009 correct all right that, that is unique correct. obviously so right. so we can't just say tony gonzalez like 18 times sorry guys <laughs> i mean i don't know if he was on i don't know if he would have made it uh, uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, you, you can say him but you're only going to get 10 points oh, all right Ooh, um, so now we know he's one of the 10 <laughs> all right good to know uh, uh, all right we're going to check in all right our team suck has checked in. I'm really looking forward to this. So go ahead and name off your 10. Right. Yeah. I got a lot of pressure on this now. All right. So we have Gonzalez. Nope. Witten. Sorry. <laughs> Gonzalez, Witten, Gates, Shockey, Crumpler, Sharp, Clark, Davis, Winslow, and Daniels. All right. Our team suck has identified Nine correct answers. <sighs> they are Jason Witten, Tony Gonzalez, Antonio Gates, Dallas Clark, Kellen Winslow Jr., Vernon Davis, Jeremy Shockey, Algie Crumpler, and Owen Daniels. Who was it? Who'd we give you that was wrong? Uh, your boy Shannon Sharp. Really? 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Gil, I wasn't on the top ten. All right. All right. So who are we looking at? <laughs> okay. So 2000 to 2009. It's a little before Greg Olson, right? Yeah. I think he was 07. Probably before Jimmy Graham. Yeah. A little before Heath Miller. What, um, Ben Watson? Watson could have been up there. He had some pretty pretty decent seasons. Um, Pollard, was he in the, that range? Marcus Pollard? Yes. No, Scott Pollard. No. Scott no. Pollard was not in that range. Actually, Scott Pollard was in that range. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, ooh, uh, would your boy Shanko have been on there? Sante? Yeah. I know what he did lead the league in. <laughs> Hog. Ask the uh, ask the reporters that were in the locker room that. Uh... Um. Okay. Let's. Uh. Sorry. Got off track. <laughs> Not. Solid. I know. I, I mean, I know Ben Not Watson solid. had some sneaky years in there, but. Yeah, he definitely did. Miller's not a bad guess either. How about um? Ooh, uh, what about Chris Cooley? Ooh. I don't hate Chris Cooley. For the football team. I don't hate him. He was in the league about half of the 2000s, I think. Yeah. But, yeah I think he came into the league around the same time Ben Watson did. So do you have strong conviction on the Watson? I, uh, I, I don't, except for that he was part of the, I mean, he was part of the, uh, the Patriots team that set all those records. Oh, yeah. Okay. 2007. I think that's. I think he was there then, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. I just whenever I think of him with the Patriots, I think of him running down Champ Bailey. So, do you like him better than Cooley? Man, I like him about the same. Um, I I, I don't think Vasante Shanko is going to be on here. Um, okay, I don't think he had enough yards. I feel pretty confident that Cooley had over that many in a season. All right, well, let's go with Chris Cooley then. That's fine. Okay, I'll take the heat on this one if we don't get it. All right, that's I. I don't have anything better, so we're gonna we're gonna check in with Chris Cooley. Checking in with Chris Cooley. Well, I can tell you that he did have more a better season than Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp would have been 14th on this list. 13th would have been Eric Johnson. Chris Cooley would have been 12th on this <sighs> list. 11th would have been Todd Heap. And the only one left uh, happened right at the end <clears throat> in 2009. Marcus, you quickly said it. It was Brent Selleck. Oh, wow. Yeah. I just didn't think. I, I thought he was a little bit later than that. Yep. He had 971 Damn. yards in 2009. <sighs> so, but I mean, you guys were consistent in that round. Both teams Die, getting 90 and 100. Yep. So we didn't gain any points. So you didn't gain any points. <laughs> we're doing it. All right. This game's not going to come down to the Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> No, not well. I guess maybe it's it which seems could. like about four hours ago, and it's still anybody's game. All right, heading into the fourth quarter, we have scores of truly Manhattan with 450 and our team suck with an even 500. So, Dan, it's still anyone's game, and that will bring us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as put your fours up. This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. 
All right. The categories for today are as follows. Marketability, leader of the pack, trophy case, long droughts, and rivalries. So I'll tell you that marketability is about marketable athletes. Leader of the pack is NFL. Trophy case is Major League Baseball. Long droughts is NBA. And rivalries is college football. It's now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one in the category of marketability. What superstar athlete was named by SportsPro as the most marketable in 2012 and 2013? All right, we're going to check in. Our teams suck, have checked in. Truly Manhattan, you guys can talk it out. Most marketable in 2012 and 2013. I think this has got to be, if it's going to be worldwide, I think we're talking a soccer player here. I think we're talking either Messi or Ronaldo Ronaldo, or maybe even Neymar. Did, uh, did Brazil win? No, Brazil didn't win the gold that year in 2012. Who won the gold in London? Is that Mexico? I think it's going to be one of those three. And if it was Brazil... In the finals, I, I, I can't think of a Mexican soccer player that would have been on no, this list. No, if, it's, no, no. I, if Brazil was in the final, I, I'm more comfortable with Neymar than anybody else. But that's you said you, you think it was Brazil in the final. I'm pretty sure Mexico beat Brazil. OK, that year. I, I'm cool with Neymar then. All right. Let's check in with Neymar for for 100 over to our team sucks. What do you guys come up with? Yeah, so. My initial thought was Olympics, so I threw out Bolt and Phelps, and then Eric steered me towards soccer, and we were deciding between the same three names, Ronaldo, Messi, and Neymar, but we also went with Neymar because Eric pointed out he was like 19 or 20, and everyone was labeling him as the next big soccer star, so we also went with Neymar for 100 points. Well, both teams are going to be receiving 100 points. The correct answer is Neymar. On the question two, the category is leader of the pack. Uh, and I do have additional information available if both teams end up wanting it. But great. Trying to help one team here possibly, you know, gain some ground. So question is, what wide receiver? Actually, let's do this. We, uh, we did tight ends already. So what wide receiver led the entire 2000s decade in total receiving yards? We're going to check in. All right, Arthur Sucks has checked in. Julie Manhattan, you guys can talk it out. We agree that he at least played most of the 2000s. So we're, so we're thinking, I sent over Marvin Harrison and, and Dan's, you know, you said Holt. So Holt, his rookie year was the year they won the Super Bowl. So that was 99. Yeah. And he did have a lot of yard. But, I mean, that stretch from, like, what, 02 to 06? I mean, what he had the year he caught like what a hundred and forty something balls. Is that the right? Yeah. Um, I mean yards. It, we are talking yards, right? That just right. had nothing to do with it. Um, I I think I remember a stat that at one point in time, Manning and Wayne had the most touchdowns between a a. Not, I mean, sorry, the second most touchdowns between a receiver and a quarterback and they were behind Manning and Harrison. Yeah. So 
I think we, I think we got to go Harrison on this one. I think we're overthinking it if we don't. I, it's, it's got to be. Okay. It's got to be Harrison. I'm. All right. I mean, th- th- can you think of a of a year that he didn't have a big year? No, that's that's what I'm saying. That that's why I brought him up in the first place. Yeah. Because I'm like, when when did you hear of Marvin Harrison having a bad season? Yeah. Never did. I think it's I think it's got to be him. Okay. Let we're gonna check in with Marvin Harrison for 100 points. Okay, Marvin Harrison for 100 points. Over to our team sucks for your answer and wager. Uh, I my gut said. Corey Holt, um, and there's Moss, Teo, Harrison, Derek Mason, um, but we eventually settled on Tory Holt for 100 points. All right, one team getting points with 12,594 yards in the decade. The correct answer is Tory Holt. It's actually the highest of any decade by any receiver that still stands. He had even, two 1,600 yard seasons. Yeah. Even more than Jerry uh, Rice in the 90s. So that's pretty impressive. That brings us to question three in the category of trophy case. So essentially, I'm just going to give you a list of stats and accomplishments, and you're going to tell me what player falls into this category. And it's going to be a baseball player. And that's the only hint you get. All right. So the trophy case items are. First college player to have a 30-30 season, made his major league debut in 1998, is credited with hitting the longest home run in Fenway Park history, was a World Series champ in 2007, made his only all-star appearance in 2008, and both him and his brother were first-round draft picks. Eric, want to check in? Yeah. Very rejecting. Wow, on a baseball question... A team with Eric on it has checked in right away. Over to Truly Manhattan. You guys can talk it out. This sounds like J.D. Drew to me. I know his brother, Stephen Drew. I don't know if he was a first-round pick. Everything that was said sounds like J.D. Drew. I remember when I saw J.D. Drew play in uh, – he played for the St. Paul Saints – where is that oh, located? Oh my gosh, you should have seen. He um remember the name Isla Borders? I know he, Pat uh, Borders. That's No, there was a woman that that bookstore, a, a pitcher. <laughs> she was a a pitcher that that wanted to crack the big leagues and uh she started with the Saints, played for the uh Duluth uh, the, the Duluth Superior Dukes and she uh she pitched one to uh, JD Drew that's still in the atmosphere right now. <laughs> Just destroyed it. Oh, Eric. Then she opened a bookstore. Wait yes. a minute. She settled. <laughs> she settled. I, I'm. I, the more I think about it, the more I think it's got to be JD Drew. Okay. Let's. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. Let's go with it. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're checking in with JD Drew for 100 points. Okay. Checking in JD Drew for 100 points, and over to our team sucks for your answer and wager, please. Yeah. So we've had zero points in this one. So. We didn't really spend too much time thinking about it. So we checked in with David Ortiz for zero points. Checking in with David Ortiz for <laughs> zero points. He's blazing on the base path. Right? Blazing. <laughs> and he definitely played college baseball. So His brother was taken in the first round, I'm pretty sure. Ortiz. Oh, Russell Ortiz? Tito Ortiz. Ad Ortiz. Carl Ortiz. <laughs> All right, well, the correct. Jimmer. Jimmer. 
Jim or Ortiz. No, it's Matsui. Kaz, Jim or Ortiz. Ortiz. Yes. Yeah, it's Jim or Kaz for short. Uh, <laughs> one team getting points. The correct answer is J.D. Drew. Job, Marcus. All right. Question four in the category of long droughts. Which NBA team has gone the longest without drafting a player in the top five? Should we yeah. check it in? Sure. All right. We'll check in. <laughs> All right. Truly Manhattan is checked in, which means our team sucks. Can talk it out. So, All right, so let's go through this. 76ers. No. Nets. No. Knicks. No. Celtics. No. Wait, the, who, the Nets oh drafted. Kenyon Martin. Kenyon Martin and Derek. Since 2000. Yeah, yeah. So basically we're thinking it's the Pacers with Rick That's Smith hard. back in like the eighties was their last top five. Cause the bucks had somebody recently, the bulls all before from like 19, whatever 90. Um, they've all had a top five pick at least one Pistons, Celtics, magic wizards, Hornets. Who do the Hawks, Hornets have? Uh, ball just this past year. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah they did. Yeah. Um, um then... jazz nuggets. All within since you know what I mean since 2000 yeah, at least have had, had somebody. Beasley, I think you're right on that. Beasley was in like 08 or 09. Yeah, Magic had Every, Shaq. Shaq, Penny, or yeah. Weber. I'm sorry, it was Weber. Um, but even after that, so and I think it's the I think it's the Pacers. I can't think of anybody. Um, hold on. Um, what about the Knicks? Knicks had a few. Oh, with Porzingis fourth. Yeah. Porzingis was fourth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Porzingis was fourth. So, yeah, it's not the Knicks. Warriors um, just had somebody in this past draft. Raptors don't go back that far. far. They don't go back farther, far enough into the 80s. So, um, Clippers did. Suns did. I mean, it, it, Mavs did. Spurs, Spurs had Duncan. Yeah. Yep. Okay, we can check in with the Pacers. All right. We're going to check in with the Pacers for 100 points. Truly Manhattan, your answer and wager, please. Yeah, we uh, started with Duncan. We kind of figured that was like the kind of the jumping off point and we thought that was too easy. So we did the same game. We're just going around teams, naming guys. And then we got on the Pacers and we're thinking Jermaine O'Neal, Roy Hibbert, Paul George, Danny Granger, just basically going down the line of all their good players and couldn't think of anybody. And then Dan mentioned Rick Smith. So we have also checked in with, the Pacers for 100 points or for 50 points, excuse me. Okay. Well, first of all, the Pacers did not draft any of those guys in the top five, but Pacers legend Jonathan Bender was drafted fifth oh, in 1999. Oh, no. But he was drafted by the Raptors and then traded to the Pacers. Yes. <laughs> the answer <laughs> is. The Indiana Pacers with Rick Smiths in 1988 before your host was born. That's how long of a drought it's been. And I have gray hair. Not much was, hair, but it's gray. I was I was a small child, like weeks old. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how long it's been for them. That's I was insane. in high school. <laughs> that's insane. I just moved to Buffalo. That's sad. Yeah, yeah they had a couple. They had a couple in the top five before him. Like mm -hmm. right before him, they had a couple of big drafts right in a row. Um, because I know that they took Chuck Person, yep, I think that was the year before the right top five, favorite. yeah, and uh, they took uh, my favorite jazz artist, Wayman Tisdale. 
Yes, they did. <laughs> this is the best first name ever, Wayman. It really is. With a name like Wayman Tisdale, he had to become a jazz artist, right? <laughs> That's going to bring us to question five in the category of rivalries. With 130 games played between them, which two college football teams hold the record for the most rivalry games played in FBS history? All right, we'll check in. Truly Manhattan is checked in, which means our team suck. You guys can talk it out. I'm good with any of the few that we've thrown out. So, I mean, it could be Wisconsin, Minnesota. It could be Oregon, Oregon State. It could be Georgia, Auburn. So, Just like I said, I, I know you. I know the oldest rivalries, Lafayette and Lehigh, but they're not FBS. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. based on my, my NCAA football knowledge video games, <laughs> um, I know Minnesota and Wisconsin have like one of the other, they play for like the Paul Bunyan X, which is they do, yeah. Then, um, and then Oregon, Oregon State, where like those, those are like the War. biggest ones. Um, but those all go back to like the 1800s. Man, I, I, I like Oregon, Oregon State the best, to be honest. Yeah. I don't, we're gonna check in with Oregon, Oregon State. For, yeah, for, for that. All right, checking in Oregon, Oregon State for 100 points. And over to Truly Manhattan, what was your answer and wager? So when you read the question, I wrote over to Marcus, um, don't react to this. Um, I know I'm right on this one. And then we spent the rest of the time chatting back and forth about the game and how we how we did and then saying, I hope Matt doesn't give this away or anything like that because um, I'm almost positive 130 games is Minnesota-Wisconsin for 100 points. Checking in Minnesota and Wisconsin for 100 points. One team is getting points. Uh, these two first played in 1890 and have played every single season except in 1906. The correct answer is you can never have too much Minnesota and Wisconsin. Guys, my scoreboard tells me that we have a tie. <sighs> Told you you've not seen this movie, Dan. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? Wait, hold on. We gained... No, it's the tie. It is a yeah. tie, yeah. It went 100, 100, oh, 0, 100, gosh. minus 100 for you guys. And then they wow. went 100, minus 100, 150, 100. Once I knew we missed that question, I knew it was a tie. The, wow. the movie isn't over yet. <laughs> Let me formally do this. Let me formally do this. After five questions, we have identical scores of 700 to 700, which means we have a tie ball game. And we will go into a tiebreaker. Eric, if we would have bet one point on the baseball question, we would have lost by one. See? <laughs> you, you we, almost, we almost did it. We almost Yeah, but then you, I'm, you probably wouldn't have said David Ortiz. Yeah, I would have said like Doug Mirabelli. I would have no idea. <laughs> I was gonna say Mike Lowell. So I think we would have gotten it wrong unless Eric would have pulled it. Rocco Balbelli. Nope. Yes. All right. So here we go. I'm gonna ask you a question. Teams will go back and forth until one team gets an answer incorrect. And then if it's the team that starts, then we'll give the other team a chance as well. So we will start with the team that was trailing going into the fourth quarter. So that will be truly Manhattan. So here it is. All you have to do is name me someone that played in the 1998 NBA All-Star game on either team, Eastern or Western. And we'll go back and forth until someone's wrong. And uh, we will put a timer on it. Matt, you mind timing? No checking in. Just name a name, and then I'll tell you if it's right or wrong. Uh, go with him. Yeah, go with him. 
Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is correct. Over to our team sucks. 30 seconds. That's definite. That's definite. Go for it. Rick Smith's. (laughs) (laughs) Rick Smith's is correct. (laughs) Truly Manhattan. 30 seconds. Kevin Garnett. Anything is possible. That is correct. All right. Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller is correct. Shaq, right? Go Shaq. Yeah. 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 Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq, right, is correct. Grant Hill. Big Aristotle. The GOAT Grant Hill is correct. The first person I said, I'm pretty sure this was their first okay. all-star game. All right. Kobe. Kobe Bryant in his first all-star game is correct. Damn. This is definite Rick Smith. <laughs> In hindsight, you probably should have saved that one. I probably, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, I can oh. go with, um, let's go with. Uh, 200% on uh, sure on the last one you wrote? All of those are 10 two, seconds. Are good. Okay, go. So Penny Hardaway. But, yeah. Penny Hardaway is correct. No glove, no love. Gary Payton. Gary Payton is correct. Tim Hardaway. Tim Hardaway is correct. Well, yeah, go ahead. The Kembe Matumbo. The Kembe Matumbo is correct. Yes, yes, yes. Um, okay. Steve Smith. Steve Smith, not the receiver, is correct. Yeah, I like that one better. Yeah. David Robinson. Thinking, yeah. David Robinson is correct. You with that one, Eric? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan is correct. Vin Baker. Vin Baker of the Seattle Supersonics is correct. Yes. It so I, is. I wouldn't say it. I had a jersey. <laughs> uh, J- Jason, Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd is correct. Oh, I know who it would have been. Oh, yes. Yeah. From, from Charlotte, um, Glenn Rice. Glenn Rice is correct. Getting close. The next one's old baseball, so you guys better not. <laughs> they didn't, no one said that yet, right? No, no one said it. All right. Are you sure he made it that year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Carl Malone. Surprise, his name hadn't come up yet. Carl Malone is correct. Yeah. Okay. Walker. Antoine. Walker. Antoine is correct. <laughs> it's. Whew. There we go. Oh, man. You sure about that one, Eric? Yeah, pretty sure. Right. Like 80, 80% on him. All right. Jason Williams. Jason Williams is correct. Oh, not white whoa. chocolate. Good pull. I like the first one of those, but not the first uh, one. Yeah. Oh gosh, I don't know. That's really tough. Did you see the one I put? Ooh, I like that one better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Mitch Richmond. Mitch Richmond is correct. Woo. One hundred percent. Cool. So Nick Van Exel is 100% correct. God. Oh, man. If he's there, is the other one? There are two left. I don't know. That's the only name I got right now, unless you can come up with another one. Okay. uh, In 22 seconds. Oh, man. This is going to kill me. If it gets down to five, I'm saying it. Um, (laughs) Just say it. Uh, Eddie Jones. Is correct. Oh, <laughs> let's go. There is one left. 
And I've been saving it. 30 oh, you son of a... I've been saving this because I, I, no one, I don't think anybody knows that this happened. Um, but uh, Sean Kemp, when he was with the Cavaliers, made an All Star team. I kind of thought it was him. He would have been my suggestion because, yeah, because well, he would have been a good suggestion because Sean Kemp is correct. You guys are Gosh. ridiculous. <laughs> That's every player in the '98 NBA All Star game. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> <laughs> you should have got one wrong, Dan. <laughs> oh I threw out goodness. Eddie Jones. <laughs> <laughs> you should have thrown it away. Oh my God, this is unprecedented. Jeez. <sighs> All right. All 64 teams from the 2015 March Matt. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, there were more than 64 teams. All right. Here's what we're going to do. Now we're going to go closest to the pin oh, because we can't do that again because we're here all night. <laughs> So, since I'm watching him on my TV right now, I want both teams to give me LeBron James regular season career high and points scored in a game. Yeah, we can check in with the first one. Okay. All right. Our team sucks is checked in. Julie Manhattan, talk it out. Okay. He had a really big game against the Bobcats when I was here. So uh, I want to say 2013, 2014 in there. I, I, I think he got into the 60s against the Bobcats, but I don't know how much higher he got than I, I don't think he put up 70 anywhere. You know, I know that's just I not something he would either. do. He wants to give the ball around too much. I mean, but I so so for a high watermark, the, the highest one that I can place is low 60s. And that was against the Bobcats. I don't know if he had another bigger game than that. Do you want to say 60 or do you want to say 61 or 62? Because I'm cool with that. I'm I'm cool with either 61, 62. That's fine. Pick okay. one. How about 61? 61. That's fine. 61 is fine. All right. We're going to check in with 61. Checking in with 61. Surprised you didn't go with 69. All right. Over Too to high. our team sucks for your answer. We almost had the same answer. We were debating between 60 or 61 and we ended up going with 60. Whew. Well, had you given the same answer, we would have had another tiebreaker. The correct answer is 61 points against the Charlotte Bobcats. Oh, it was, it job, was that guy. game. Nice. Oh. So with that, we have a winner with 700 points and winning the tiebreaker. Receiving the coveted Bryce Petty Award is truly Manhattan. <sighs> Uh, valiant, valiant, valiant effort. Our team even, sucks. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> you know what sucks that. there, Eric, is had you kept Rick Smith in your pocket, you might have had a chance to win that round. <laughs> you think? I feel I, like I they would have coming up. I wasn't coming up. I don't Rick think Smiths. I would have come really. Up Smiths. No, I would have said Alonzo Morning before I said Rick yep. Smith. I thought everyone would have him there because that was like when they, <laughs> that's when they were good. Rick Smith. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Uh, gentlemen, that was fun. That was nail biting. That was impressive. That was scary. That was thrilling. That was haunting. Um, thank you. I'm going to throw it over to Ian. Thanks again for, uh, for being on, like you said at the beginning, this was your fourth time. Uh, so hopefully that means we're doing something right and you enjoy it. I hope this means that you'll come back on soon and join the elusive five timers club, but anything that you'd, uh, you'd like to say. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. It's always, it's always blast. And thank you, Eric, for carrying me, especially during the tiebreaker and during halftime. I knew none of the movies 
Um, and yeah, it was a lot of fun. Good game. Dan, Marcus, some great polls on your end. And yeah, looking forward to joining the Five Timers Club, hopefully very soon. For sure. Definitely. Eric? So Matt, you didn't hear. Um, I got a pedicure today. So I just, I saw you're here now. So whatever. So the pedicure didn't work. Um, didn't lead to a win. Um, Was that their like guarantee? I, I feel like I was too relaxed because of it. Uh, <laughs> but crap. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I was getting one during the game. That's that, that had to be it. Had to be. That's why you missed Tory Holt. It was. Tory Holt, and uh, how about the how about the Hawks? <laughs> if if we if I'd have listened to you, Marcus, and just said the Hawks, I'd have been in, I'd have been asleep by now. It's yeah, it's That's true. It. Ian, Ian, thank you for coming on, dude. Um, you you pulled a lot of the questions I didn't have, so we worked well together, and it was fun. All right, Marcus, Dan, anything else? I don't know if, if there is anything else, but no, I. Uh, that was so much fun Ian it's always a blast having you on I look forward to you joining the five timers club and uh I'll just tell you right now oh what the hell uh oh like, what is that what's that sound it's the freaking box score on ESPN it's not chat roulette no oh let's have a quick round no no no, no. We're not doing no. we're not doing no. that to Ian we're not doing that to Ian but uh that's yeah. what we should have done for the, the tiebreaker and, and I'll, I'll just say this Over, now under. I, I, I can't wait for Ian to be in the five timers club because I because I think I like Ian better than Trevor. So oh fighting words. You heard me, Trevor. Oh. Let's fight. Wow. I don't, why, I don't know why I did that. Yeah, I was but gonna anyways, say it's not Josh North. All right. <laughs> Great game, guys. That was fun. Dan. Um I know you want to go to sleep, but I do need to go to sleep. But you gotta um, win. Yeah, yeah. I that Eddie was a, Jones, man. No, that was an Eddie Jones. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm beat. We got two words for you. <laughs> go to bed. Ian, go Ian, to bed. I, I love having you on. I've, I loved your games that you hosted. I love playing with you, playing against you. It's just, it's just fun. Um, I, I do hope that you come back soon. Um, we need another member of the uh, five timers club and I'm, looking forward to it um and uh when you hit the five timers club uh why don't you go over to tpublic.com and uh see if you can maybe find a uh, five timers t-shirt which isn't there yet so don't go yet looking <laughs> yet <laughs> but eventually soon we're gonna have a uh, five timers club up there and uh, you can buy one and uh wear that and uh don't buy one though don't, don't buy it unless you've actually made it into the club just you're on your honor okay don't <laughs> Don't, don't be an influx of purchases all of a sudden. Um, yeah. go, but go buy go buy the Walling Josh shirt. Walling Josh twenty four. I love that name. Love that name. Um, the the new De Goat with the uh, the goat with the Ken Anderson mustache. Get that one. Um, pick any of those up. And um, you know if you uh you got some spare change sitting around and you really want to support the show, you know, go on to Patreon.com and uh, you know s- sign up as even a even a uh, equipment manager. We'd uh, we'd love to have you. Um, any little bit that anybody can give, we we truly appreciate it. It keeps the lights on here, and um, we we really really appreciate it, you, especially you, Ian, you being on the show. We're we very very much appreciate you. We, I hope you understand. I hope you know that. So, and if if anybody listening has not listened to the Benchies yet, just please take the time okay. listen to it. It was it was a lot of fun to do, um, and just I hope everyone enjoyed it. 
All right. Yeah. Well said. I have nothing else. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, sorry about the halftime round. Tried it. It's like the XFL. We tried it. Didn't work. We're not going to, except we're not going to reboot it this time. Uh, we're just going to let it die. So, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP. You like that one better? No. I needed I needed you to verify length, and I maybe would have felt comfortable, but you said you didn't think it was very long. So <laughs> Cut that out and put that in somewhere. That's got to go at the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> um. I think I like this one. That makes just... me the authority on length. I like that. Um... <laughs>